It's time for this week's Uplift. Three ordinary guys that want you to find the freedom that is available by knowing our Lord Jesus Christ. So sit back and enjoy Uplift, brought to you by the Fulcrum Center. Visit our site at thefulcrumcenter.org. Hey guys, I got a thought for tonight. Yeah. Um, The Lord has really been working on me, both from a personal level, and he has been for at least a year, maybe more, but even more than that, just helping me see this in other people so that I can help other people. And that is that I'm what I've been doing just to kind of give you a little background is um, watching different YouTube videos or TikTok videos. And sometimes some things on Facebook too, but I got it. I got the algorithm cheated. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I got it so that it's only, I only see, people talking about the Lord. Um, occasionally you'll get somebody throwing a beach ball on a beach or something. I just go around past that, but it's been very focused and concentrated. And a lot of times on a couple of people. And so then I read the comments and I, you know, trying to get a feel for, cause God's getting me a feel for what people are talking about. What are they looking for? And the thing that I see coming to the surface a lot is a lot of people trying to mimic or be like these social media personalities instead of being like what God designed them to be. They, they, excuse me, could be doing so much more if they would just accept who they are and not try to be who somebody else is. You know, God designed us all uniquely. We all have different fingerprints. That Mm -hmm. alone tells us Mm -hmm. that we are designed uniquely. So I believe that the time is going to come real soon when we're going to really need to help people understand who they are in Christ and keep him as the center. And it's just amazing what's going to happen in in the coming days, weeks, months, and years. Mm -hmm. As people start to understand, I don't have to force who I am. I can be who I am. Now, we got to be careful with that, too, because, you know, if someone is a habitual liar or um, constantly stealing, you know, kleptomaniac or whatever, I'm not saying we need to come down on them right away and say, hey, you need to change this. That's God does the convicting. God does the changing. But at the same time, we can't speak to them and say, oh, you can be who you are. It's okay. You know, we don't want to cross that threshold either. But we certainly want to allow the Spirit of God to move to bring conviction so that change can occur in someone. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And, you know, back to your YouTuber, TikToker video watching, I was, you know, my wife and I this morning before we got up, we were having this long conversation. And I told her, I was like, well, we both felt this way, but I was like, I just, I've been so burned out lately, just extremely burned out because, and, and I did some quick math and it's like, holy, holy cow, over the past uh, couple, two and a half years or whatever, I've listened and, and followed probably over 2000 hours worth of sermons and teaching and um, watching, you know, all this information on YouTube and other sources. And on some in some ways it's been good, but on some ways it's just, it's super overwhelming. 
And because what happens is, is you almost become addicted to it. You know, you've got all these notifications and, and, and pretty soon it's like, oh man. And to your point, Phil, that I see is a lot of these people are putting stuff out either every day or, you know, two or three times a week. And, and you question like, why are they putting so much stuff out? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, is this, is this legit messages from the Lord or are these people just trying to fill the airwaves and, you know, of their own, of their own thinking and their own accord and all that sort of thing. And so I think God's been talking to me about that lately, but, you know, then it, we, we got into this deeper conversation about, you know, turning, turning our devices off and that sort of thing and disconnecting from our devices and connecting just with peace and what God wants to tell us individually, which is back to your point, we got to be who we are. And it's great sometimes to learn and, and to research things and, and that sort of thing. But we can really go overboard and absorb all this extra noise mm-hmm. and completely drown out God, mm-hmm. which is exactly not entirely what I was doing, but I had so much noise that God had to just sort of knife his way through the crowd to whisper one thing in my ear. And that's not right. So I recognize that. (laughs) That's pretty powerful. (laughs) It really Um, is. Yeah, it really is. If I, when I, in here, I'm a person who puts something out. Well, two different shows every week one with you guys and then bible time so i'm calling myself under the carpet here too to be careful about what why am i doing it and that's part of what god has been working on me with with me for the last year is when i first started if you remember three years ago at the table my goal was to have thousands of subscribers and you know hundreds of thousands of views for every video and I think right now we've got 58 subscribers and three or four views per video. <laughs> Maybe uh, at one time it got up to 30. It must've been one of the times Chad Farmer was on, but, <laughs> but no, what, what I, I'm happy about that though, because God has showed me that's not what he wanted me to do. So I stopped back, started backing off of trying to do to mimic someone else Mm-hmm. And I just started doing things from the heart. What does he put on my mind? What's he put in my heart to get out there? And, you know, not every video is great, but a lot of times I get a lot of feedback from a couple of people. And then I know that God made an impact in someone through me. And that's really all I want now. So I have found so much more freedom in letting go of that and just accepting what God has me doing. If God decides to take it another level some other time, I'm ready now to not fall into the pride that would come with that. And in many days I say to him, please don't let me get like these other people because now I'm criticizing them, you know, but at times you can just tell where their message is coming from. Is it pure? Is it coming from God or is it something else? You know, Chad, you said there's somebody, people that do it every day. There's a guy on Facebook that, you know, typically five or six times a week, sometimes seven times a week, He'll put a, a short little message, just a post, but it's pure and it's from the heart of God. Right. And I love to read it every day. Mm-hmm. 
but then there are people that you know okay this guy again swipe up you know because i'm tired of hearing about his newfound doctrine and which is i'm not going to say his name but i think he's on to something but my goodness is he rude (laughs) and i just don't want to that's not coming from god because god's not going to speak rudeness through someone he's going to speak the truth through someone so anyway part of what i'm trying to say is be careful what you watch you know like the reason you said chad became can become like an idol or an addiction and also you know just be who you are and if that is someone who puts something out every day and that's what god wants then by golly do it but if god wants you to just flash your smile at people walking down the street then do that mm-hmm. yeah well, the thing is God, it's difficult to yeah it's difficult to listen to god if 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 you've got all this stuff coming at you and yeah. and and you know it's like it points like i was telling kathy my wife i was like if i'll have something on television or on the computer and I'll be listening to something in my ear and I'll be multitasking or triple tasking. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, like, well, wonder why I get stressed out. You know, it's like, <laughs> this is, this is crazy. Like, you know, and God can't, you know, well, God could do anything he wants, but like, you know, like he's going to fight his way past three pieces of thing, information coming at me at once. It's like, this is crazy. Yeah. You know what God's going to do when you're ready. When you get rid of this, or he is going to push through and he's going to get to you, but it makes it harder for you to discern what, what is God doing at right. that time? Is That's he the- waiting for me to come back to him or is he pushing through and I'm just pushing him right on past? Right. So you're right. That noise is ca- can cause problems. Right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And it's chaos, which is not of God. Right. 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 Yeah. And especially too, you know, in, in, in taking that much information, it doesn't always line up. Mm-hmm, like right. one person may share one thing and then someone else yes. is sharing a different for maybe I could say perspective or a <laughs> incorrect view, you know, and, and for those of us who are, are, you know, as we try to take in, because we want to learn and, and you know, and, and the Lord loves that. I mean, he loves that, that we want to learn. We want to gather information. We want to know more and, and those type of things too. Um, but it can really throw us off in mm-hmm. hearing two different viewpoints of the same thing. And then all of a sudden, the enemy just sees that as an opportunity to further the chaos. Chad, I'll bring that in, yeah. you know, further the chaos, um, but then start the doubt and the worry and who do I trust and the mistrust and, and all of those things. And then all of a sudden you are just in a crazy, crazy bad space. And, you know, I want to share this with you. There was a, a video that I saw recently. Um, this man was saying he grew up in a Pentecostal church and I'm not here to bash Pentecostals at all, but his dad was following. And at this time, you know, there wasn't YouTube or TikTok, So, I, I don't know if it, he didn't really say if it was somebody that he went to this guy's church or or what, but for however it happened, he caught on to this man was saying, you got to get rid of televisions. They're a distraction. And this parent 
this dad, this, this his son is telling this story, wanted so much to be close to God. And he was looking everywhere. How can I be closer to God? How can I be closer to God? And he latched onto this guy who said, get rid of the television. He, the son came home one day and every television in the house was gone. And he said, and we really didn't watch that much. My dad did. But he said, the kids didn't really watch that much, but now they're gone. And it was such a shock to the system. And he said, I now believe that that's not what God wanted. He maybe wanted us to get rid of televisions eventually, but that sudden shock, it turned the kids against their dad for a while. And what I'm saying is, you need to allow God to make that change in you at you, his pace with you and not that drop you into the boiling water because you're going to jump right back out. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's something that I have decided, well, you know, I need to be a little more careful. And, and I have been, I, I said years ago, don't should on your friends. <laughs> you should do this. You should do this. I stopped saying should. Because I may be interrupting what God's doing in their lives, you know, and I, so what I do instead is I pray for them, God lead them to this, help them understand this. And then I sit back and watch it happen. And I'm like, wow, (laughs) it's amazing. (laughs) Right. Uh, From the little things to the big things. So, yeah, it's, it's, it takes a balance. Sure. We all want to be closer to God, but. Not everybody can take that sudden shock. And at the same time, don't be the one who says, oh, well, I can take my time. No, I didn't say you could take your time. I said, God will take God's time with you. And that may not be your time. So don't drag your feet. But at the same time, don't try to change everything in one day. Unless God's telling you to change everything in one day, then by all means do it. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. got to be the source. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, another interesting thing we were talking about, you know, the if you I don't know if you guys are familiar with the the Emmaus program, the mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's called I don't know what the official title is, it's called the walk to the walk to Emmaus or something. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's basically a program. It's like a retreat. And I've never been on one, but Kathy's been she went on one and then she was like a a, a leader or a speaker for multiple ones. Um, back when we still had them in this area, but you know, the big thing with the, with that is all electronic devices, you don't have interaction with your electronic devices all weekend. Mm -hmm. It's a three day weekend. You leave your electronic devices at home or you turn them off and leave them in your luggage or whatever. And, um, you know, Kathy would always come home and be like, man, that was a powerful weekend. I, I got so much and, you know, I, I feel so good. And I'm pumped up and I'm at peace and all, all kinds of good things. And, um, you know, she made the comment this morning. She's like, man, she's like, I just don't know if I could do it. I don't know if I could be away from my phone and my tablet that long <laughs> now. And I'm like, well, that's a good indication that we've got things backwards you know know? so emmaus in a way was your frog jumping into the pot of boiling water you okay we turn your phone off and leave it your your luggage over here out of the way for you know all three days and those people who went there 
were, you know, amazed at, at the results mm-hmm. uh, uh, because they, you know, they do a lot of things, you know, like, so you, a lot of it is you find freedom because you're, you, you're confessing and turning things over to God that you never did before. And they encourage that sort of thing. And there's a lot of things that go along with it, but you know, you have the freedom to find freedom when you get away from the things that you're addicted to. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in this case, the, you know, all that outside information that we're, you know, hit with on a daily basis. So mm-hmm. one thing that you brought up to me earlier this week, Phil, was find your freedom by confessing everything to God, mm-hmm. everything, you know, find your freedom. So I think we, in order to find freedom, we have to find freedom first. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's good. <laughs> yes, from from whatever it is, right? You know, right. Whatever it right. is, right? Yeah, yeah. One of my favorite verses is Galatians. I think it's five two. It is for freedom that Christ set you free. Yeah. The first time I ever read that, I'm like, what's that mean? That's kind of you can't define something by using that same word but yeah it's so that you can be free that's why he set you free from your sins so that you can find that freedom so put your sins you know they are forgiven you are free now work on really living free and living loved yeah hmm. Yeah, another interesting thing that I, I learned from my one of my many hours of listening over the past few weeks has been there was a doctor that gave a report that um, there was a study that they'd done that they determined that something like 87% of illnesses are attributed to stress and mental wow and, uh, and you know mental situations. That's mind blowing. You know that that. It 80, is. 87% of, you know, human illnesses and sicknesses can be attributed to this up here. Mm. And, and think about society and where we are in general with, you know, not being, having that peace in the relationship with God. Peace, the peace, as Ian said earlier, the peace that goes beyond all understanding we don't have that peace. We don't live and walk in that peace or enjoy. So we have that, you know, mental um, disharmony. Is that a word? I think it is. Mm-hmm. This mental disharmony that causes illness and sickness. So from that aspect, that's been a powerful thing for me to think about. But I think for everybody, that that's a powerful lesson. And, mm. you know, not only should we be, you know, studying and learning about God and his word and, you know, either from the Bible and other people and that sort of thing, whatever, you know, various sources, but we also should be not only trying to gain, you know, wisdom, but also peace and joy, you know, because mm-hmm. those are, those are as every bit of as important as wisdom because sometimes your real wisdom comes from peace. Yeah. Yes. Exactly right. You, you know, having just finished the book of Job today, 
I can really appreciate that comment. Mm-hmm. The whole time I'm reading, I'm thinking, come on, Job, you don't have to do this and you don't have to listen to these guys either. <laughs> you know? But so, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It, it's the complete package. Mm-hmm. So I want to just say, I'm not trying to tell you not to listen to people on social media. God is using it to reach many people. I guess what I'm saying is find your balance mm-hmm. and find that with God. That's yeah. Yeah. Don't try to find it on your own. Mm-hmm. God, where do I begin? What do I cut out? What Should I look somewhere else? Should I take a break? Those are questions that we can't answer for anyone that only God can answer for them. And you got to yeah. use that relationship with God to find out where's your balance. Because it's not going to be the same as mine or yours or yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so much of that comes down to obedience <clears throat> in in what we're doing, um, whether it's us listening or us putting content together and putting it out for other people. It, it's really that that point of obedience, and a lot of times um, I've seen and and at points personally experienced that you know you start putting videos together, so then all of a sudden the definition of success becomes how many downloads, how many views, how many, how many, how many. And it's just like, I, I really, the, the Lord really just brought me back to a, a whole a time when, you know, my dad asked me one time, he's like, so how do you define success? How do you, and he was really asking me personally, you know, not what was the definition of success, but how do you define success? And it was one of those moments where my mouth started talking. I realized what was, I was saying before, <laughs> You mean I realized I was talking, but didn't realize what I was saying until it was really coming out. But it really stuck with me, and I knew that was it was the Lord. And it's like I define success by putting my head on the on my pillow at night and asking myself, "Was I obedient today?" Mm. Mm. That's good, and it really was. And that's one of those things where <laughs> I'm like. Okay, my mind and heart was not there. I don't know where that came from. Hmm. Obviously, the Lord wanted me to understand that that's how he defined success for my life, is that yes. was I obedient? Hmm. And so even now, you know, as, as we talk about these different things, it's like, did God tell me to put a video together to send it out to people so that other people could see it? Yes, sometimes. Sometimes the answer was he wanted me to put a video out simply because he told me to put a video out. It doesn't matter if one person sees it. I'm yeah, being obedient yeah, to do yeah. what he's what he's told me to do. And and that's where the success lies for me is to go, you know, Lord, was I obedient to the things that you called me or shared with me to do today for you? And that's it. And if people see it, fantastic. If they're touched by it, Praise the Lord, because obviously he wanted to do that. Mm. But it isn't about the numbers. And, you know, for, for the last couple of years, we've had this amazing person in our life that would look at us, Phil and I, and go, it's not about the numbers. <laughs> it's not about the numbers. <laughs> and Chad I was is just, just going to say that. <laughs> I know, right? Mm-hmm. And it has been so instrumental yeah. that God has just used such a great friend to be his voice for us 
to make sure that we're being obedient to the Lord and that he is honored in what's been said and what's been done, that it has helped us be at this place of, of just listening God to, to the Lord. And, you know, God, do you want to put this out today? How do you want to do this? And so even for me, you know, there's been this time and this season of um, putting the midweek uplift mm-hmm. and doing that. And then last year, it got to be at this point of, nope, it's time to just bring this to a stop at this point in time and to be obedient to go, okay, all right, we'll just stop that. And we'll wait to see what God's got next. But it really is, you know, that whole point of um, success for me is, is to really just listen and be obedient to the Lord. And in that find the success and in that, comes the peace it's not about the numbers it's not about how many views how many counts how many and it's not about trying to sit and go okay so how do i reach more people how do i reach more people obviously the lord's given me this great message i've got to reach more people with this message no how does god want to do this that's not it's not the assumption that we need to grab a hold of is it right right you know Bigger and better. I got to do it like this. I've got to say something like this. I've got to change my outfit. I've got to have a better scenery in the back. I've got to have a better camera. I've got to have better lighting. You know, I've got to powder my forehead. It's a little too shiny. You know, (laughs) (laughs) all these different things. It's not. The question is, what does the Lord want to do? Yeah. You mean to tell me you guys don't have a makeup artist? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I was just going to say something about that. Those things are not unimportant, but when they become important, then you're losing sight of what's important. That's yes, Phil. You know that's I mean? the point. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I condemn no one that has a makeup artist. I condemn nobody that has a nice, shiny, bright light. None of that at all. It really is. If that's what I'm serving, yeah, then I'm then I'm off. Right. Right. You know, you said how you define success years ago. I would have said, and well, I did say. If I can impact any person, even just one person with the things that I say or put out on the internet, then that's success. And God asked me one day, why do you care? I said, well, because I'm doing this for you. Yeah, but you're not doing it. Oh, come on, son. That's good right there. I'm not making the impact. I'm just presenting the message. And that humbled me Mm. very much and really turned me around when he called me out on that. And... I realized that I was seeking his glory and I can't yeah. carry his glory. No Ooh, way. I'm not man, strong that's enough. good, Phil. Yep. So <laughs> strong enough. That's really right. <laughs> turned my life around when, when he called me on that Yeah. and I stopped considering that success. And I've even said the same thing, Ian, that said, I'm putting this out there. I don't care if nobody watches it. God told me to put it out there. So there's a reason. And if nobody watches it, okay. I don't care. I don't need to know. Right. I don't look at the right. numbers anymore. That's good. They could be Very higher good. or lower than what I said earlier. I have no idea. So you never know who you'll reach. Yeah. Oh, literally. You know, that's true because there are times where I will get a message from someone I've never met. And they're either like this one guy, I, I don't still don't know who he is. If he's even in the Ohio Valley, but every once in a while, he'll send me a question and mm-hmm. I'll answer it. Yeah. 
I don't know where he's from and I don't care. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know for the longest time that he was watching anything, but the Lord said, answer him. So I did. So you're right. You just never know. And, and just because he spoke up, there's probably others that don't speak up. Mm-hmm. And there's probably others that speak up and say, these guys are three buffoons. <laughs> 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 but I don't care. We're doing what the Lord good. called us to do. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the whole point yeah. of tonight. What we're, we're trying to the message we're trying to present is seek the Lord to yeah. see what he wants you to do and then do it. Mm-hmm. And don't believe that you can't do it. That's another thing. I've heard people, well, I don't know if I can do that. Do you think I can? You think I knew what I was doing when I sat down at a table? I mean, I was like, it was as stoic as could be, you know, and you grow into it. God grows you into it. You see the pattern here? God, God, God. God does it all. Yeah. He really does too. That's right, man. That's, that's the good. Of it. Yeah, and, and be yourself. That's yeah. that's a that's a great thing. Be yourself. You know, God can can give you one sentence of wisdom that is that is more profound than anything that any man could ever come up with. Mm-hmm. But if we don't set ourselves to listen to him and receive that then we'll never get it and, and right. you know, or, or he'll have to take the detour around to get it to us. But, you know, that's the thing. It's like, you know, we, we, we work hard, we try hard and that's great, but it falls short of what he can do in one breath in one instance in one, one phrase, one piece of information can be so much better than we can get from all these other things that we see and do and hear not to, not to take away from it, but none of it is as good as he is him. Right. And you know, you're right. If he has to take the detour, he will. Mm -hmm. And he'll, he already has that worked into his plan, but wouldn't you want to be blessed by being a part of that plan instead of having him have to take the detour because you would not step up. And at the same time, don't force it before it's time. Judas did that. Judas was like, the kingdom of God must come now, and I'm going to make it happen. Well, God worked it into his plan, and he prophesied about it many, many thousands of years before it happened. But poor Judas, (laughs) the outcome for him wasn't so good. Yeah. So because he didn't listen to God, he, he, King Saul. Chad, yeah. what you said the other day was brilliant. And, and for those that don't know what Chad said, I, I was talking about Saul and David, and you said it was pride in the heart or something yeah, the, like that. The, yeah, the difference Go between ahead. King Saul and David was pride and heart. Pride and heart. That's what it was. Yeah, I mean. Man, that has worked in me ever since you said that the other day. It, is, it's, it was brilliant. And that's well, it what it is. It didn't come from me. Oh, I, I know that. Take credit from <laughs> sure. And I thanked God for that too. Right. But, and then what I, and reason I bring that up is because when you read at the very end of second Samuel and um, David says, I think it was to Joab, he says, go count the army and, or whoever he told said, go count the army. And he says, well, I'm not going to count Judah because I know what's coming, mm-hmm. you know, cause he saw the pride coming in David. How big's my army? And God's yeah. like, 
I'll show you how big your army is. You're going to lose 70,000 of them right now, mm -hmm. or you get to pick the punishment. And then God relented and did not go through the punishment as severely as he would have because David prayed, but it was the pride that came up and, and David got away from who he was. Mm -hmm. So when we get away mm -hmm. from who God intended us to be, bad things could happen. Mm -hmm. So stay yeah. in with who God intended you to be and, and roll mm -hmm. with the changes that he brings as he brings them. Yeah. I'm not the same person I was five years ago. And I'm not the same person today that I'm going to be five years from now. Yeah, that's good, Phil. And mm. so often we have to learn these lessons the hard way, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. You want to see my scars? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> right. Maybe in another episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, isn't that the truth? Stuff. Yep. How'd you know we were at the half hour mark? <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yes, <laughs> well, I did. we are. <laughs> I figured we. I figured we were getting close, yep. and I knew you'd let us know. <laughs> oh, this was great, though. Yep, absolutely. So, you know, as we begin 2023, I'm, I'm excited. Um, so I really, I. I'm excited because of what God's been telling me. Because I've now more than ever, I've allowed Him to speak. And me not backing off of the trying and letting him do in me. And it brings more and more freedom. So I encourage everyone to do the same. Hmm. Yeah. Good word. Good word. And not everybody's a pastor. Not everybody's an evangelist. Not everybody's a prophet or apostle or teacher. Not everybody has the gift of giving or mercy or hospitality. Ask God, who am I? Mm -hmm. And do what he tells. Because he will yeah. tell you. That was a yeah. great piece of advice that I was given this week. There was, there was uh, I sought prayer for a specific thing. And the person who responded said, one of the things he responded to me was, ask God who you are and then speak it. Hmm. And I'm still waiting for him to answer that, but that was pretty profound. Ask God mm -hmm. who you are, and then when he tells you, speak it to him. That That's an uplift we need to do sometime about speaking the words. That's, there's so much power in that. I'm learning more and more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yes, that's very good advice, Chad. It makes it real. It makes it real. It proclaims it to the world. And it lets your mind hear it too. I am, you know, whatever God says. Right. Exactly. It's acceptance. Yeah. Acceptance of who mm -hmm. you are. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. All right, guys. Well, I know we could go on and on and on. And, mm. you know, I'm going to look into if we can do like a, a live, remote live somehow. I don't know if it's possible or not because we've had two, we've had two different requests, one to do a live show and another to go longer than half an hour. So I figured a good time would be to do both at the same time. Maybe we'll see. I'm still praying about that, but um, 
Wouldn't that be great? It would we be. could even take uh, calls and questions and, you know, wow. that'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. We're really putting ourselves to the challenge. We are. I, hey, God can do it. That's absolutely. <laughs> if he wants us to. If he doesn't, then we'll back off. <laughs> so. Sounds good. Any final thoughts? I'm good. I'm, I'm still processing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of yeah. good stuff. It really is. Yeah. yeah. It really is. Be you yourself. Know, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, be yourself. I was going to say be yeah. yourself. You know, I often look back to when God woke me up at 3 a.m. and said, you know, get a table, get a red tablecloth, call it at the table, all this. And he told me then, you're not going to do this alone forever. And then Ian came on and then Chad came on. And I think we had to, at first we had to pull Chad in. But Chad, you have done an amazing job and you've grown so much. <laughs> yeah. Full confession, this. I was slightly overwhelmed when I started this. Oh, were you? Okay. <laughs> slightly. Well, I remember real quick, I'll tell you the story real yeah, quick. One, one time, I, I, very early on, maybe only my second or third time or something like that, Phil, you were gone and it was just going to be Ian and I. And I'd had a bad day at work. I don't remember what was going on, but I, you know, normally, like I would, I would, you know, like psych myself out, and I'd try to hurry up and study. And I was always asking you guys, like, yeah. please give me a topic so I can study and like just try to hang on to your coattails through this. And and one time you were going to be gone, and and it was just Ian and I. I thought, oh great, like I've had a bad day at work. I don't know what we're talking about. And we show up, and and um, it was just Ian and I. And Ian was like. I got this. So Ian pretty much talked the whole time. And I was just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And it was about the book of Elijah. Ian's like, we're just going to talk about Elijah tonight. And Ian just pretty much one. gave us, Ian just gave us sermon. And I just sat there and was like, uh-huh, that's great. Uh-huh. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> so in that moment, I was being who I was. And Ian was being who he was. But we all have humble beginnings and things, you know? Yes, yes, oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. You've come a long way since then. Well, I think we all have. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We all have, for sure. I think we all have, you know. Yep. As we discover who we are. That's right. Absolutely. Identity. Identity. Yep. The identity that he has given us. Yep. Mm. Not what the world tells us. Exactly. Tells us. And yep. that, that's what we need to pursue. Yep. Yes, absolutely. The truth versus facts. Yeah. Very good. All right, guys. Great time great. tonight. Yes, it was. Yep. Uh, maybe we'll be back in the studio next week. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. See what God, what God leads us to. Yep. But thanks for joining in, everyone. And Absolutely. we'll see you again next week on Uplift. Yep. Yeah. Have a great night.